Hi, everyone, and welcome to Noise Violation Podcast. Today, we have the singing bowl lady, Miss Sandy Conroy. Sandy, thank you for joining us on the show today. Oh, gosh, thanks so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here and share the amazingness of these bowls. Yeah, and so I was really excited because I had a, a lesson scheduled or a, a session scheduled with you in the salt cave. And then all of this coronavirus and shelter in place hit and everything got canceled. And so it's it's been a real struggling time for a lot of people. How have you been doing? I've, I've been doing all right. I've been, uh, uh, I spent my first few weeks just trying to figure out how to do this online. Uh, researching microphones and uh, and little interface sets and this webcam and all this is so new to me and I did do a uh, last week I did a Facebook live and that seemed to work pretty good so I'm still you know tweaking the dials with all the online stuff but I will be doing more um, it's been a learning process and uh, and and it is kind of hard because uh, these bowls are really meant at least I think they're really meant to be experienced live and in person because even though you're getting the amazing sounds and everything online, you're still not getting that feeling of the, the vibration from these bowls hitting your body and, and that magic that happens there. So that's the one element that, um, that is missing. But I did have one person tell me that they hooked the, the Facebook live up to their TV uh, sound system. She says it was almost like being there live in person. So there's a little, uh, if you're real tech savvy, figure that out. Maybe you could get a good session out of, uh, get a little more of that vibrational feeling out of these online sessions then. But right. yeah, I miss sharing them. I really miss sharing them. So uh, that's my favorite thing to do. So tell us a, a little bit about yourself. Um, where are you from and how did you get involved in, in the bowls? Well, um, I'm down here in Austin, Texas right now, and I was actually raised in, in Houston. But uh, I won't give you my whole life story, but uh, I'll start with the bowls. Uh, I got the bowls about in uh, around 2001, and I never asked for one. I never really had even seen one of these crystal bowls before. I'd seen the metal ones before. And so I got a couple as a birthday present. And um, I'm going, oh, I mean, big ones. <laughs> and I'm going, oh, well, thank you. <laughs> now, what do I do with this, you know? So I, I started playing it, you know, just at home by myself and would get it going. And it was just so amazing. And I did that, uh, you know, just shared it with my kids and my family for two or three years. And uh, it was probably a couple years at least. And, and finally, a woman told me, come to my session. I had never experienced a session I had always I always just was at home playing my little bowl mm -hmm. I went to her session and I go in and everybody's laying on the floor and I'm going well this is a little weird everybody's like laying on the floor here <laughs> with their little blankie and pillow so I lay down and I'm laying there and she started playing those bowls and it just totally just blew me away I, I'm laying there and I'm I'm feeling those vibrations and they're hitting my body and I had just never felt anything like that in my life and it just I just really just fell in love with it that night and um, I went home to my bowls and I went oh my god I had I had no idea you could do that you know <laughs> it was totally different for me even mm -hmm. now just playing the bowls it's different playing than receiving receiving's a whole different game when you're laying out there you're still and you're receiving and that's a whole different experience and when I found that out when I went to that session that's when I really just uh, really fell in love with all this and I had just bought more bowls uh, made up some flyers started bothering my friends and knocking on doors and and say hey, can I play bowls here <laughs> and, uh, and just basically self-taught myself or the bowls actually mm -hmm. were my teachers and they self-taught me and uh and from there, the rest is history. I, uh, I, yeah, so this, were you, this all started up in New Jersey. And now did, I'm down here. did you have a profession or anything before the bowls? How did you kind of transition into that, to the bowls? Well, mostly um, I was a mom and, uh, and I helped my husband out at his office and things like that. But mostly I was mom and I love being mom and uh, four kids. And, uh, but before that, it was all office stuff, you know, my past life. In, in what I did as a, a, a 
making a living was more like office kind of stuff that right background but or uh, uh, healthcare I did some uh, healthcare stuff uh, and uh, bookkeeping but uh, but no this is totally out of the blue uh, I think it uh, hopefully I, I really feel like it found me or we found each other really mm -hmm. um, I don't really know too many people that uh, really play the bowls like I do. Um, not that I'm saying that's good or bad. It's just everybody plays them differently. Everybody. Uh, right. They have their own style. Yeah, they have their own style. And that's what's so kind of neat about it. Um, and I, I just play them. I just think that's what they're, they're here for. Um, I'll just tell you this one little thing of why I think that's what they're here for because Crystal bowls are um, haven't been around since be probably before the 1980s because they are a byproduct of the computer industry. We've had the metal bowls for uh, you know centuries, but the crystal, the quartz crystal bowls, have not been used as a singing bowl as an instrument for that since the, uh, probably in the 80s. They um, used to use the uh, well, they still do uh, use these quartz bowls. And I'm not real technical, so I could be saying this all wrong, but apparently yeah. they can take very, very high extreme temperatures. And they, uh, industries would need these uh, quartz bowls, uh, computer industries, to heat up their computer chips or, or whatever thing they were putting in there. But they needed something that could take high temperatures, and quartz bowls could do that. And somehow somebody found out the resonance that they could do, and that's kind of where they were birthed. So mm -hmm. I almost feel like these bowls, especially the quartz, are here for us now. You know, they came into our world now when we when we need what they have for us. And and somebody also just recently put this other little thought in my head that uh, it's almost like they're a homeopathic for all this computer and technology that mm -hmm. we have in our world now. And and they're like the homeopathic, the almost like the remedy for all the the hecticness, I guess, if you want to even call it, yeah, or, or whatever it's created in our life. Uh, so are the bowls like a? That. You said the quartz are from about the '80s, and then the metal was before that. Yeah. Is, is there a certain like region or certain people who develop the practice of the singing bowls? I guess where did, where did it start from? Well, I guess mostly uh, uh, I would say Tibet because mostly they're called Tibetan uh, quartz crystal singing bowls. Uh, uh, Tibet and China. That whole area, I think, is where they mainly came from. Yeah, and it's paired with meditation. And, mm -hmm. that, and so when you're they, they take you deep. Um, at least that's what I, I feel like my sessions do is they at least they give you that opportunity to go deep. Um, I feel like they, what they do for me. One of the things they do for me is. Uh, all that time that you're just sitting doing regular meditation and you're trying to get to that spot, that little sweet spot, um, the bowls will, they just take you there just quickly and effectively. They take you into that, that space. And it, it just blows me away that they can do it so easily. And, uh, it, I think that's really kind of one of my little main, um, uh, secret, uh, missions and, and playing these bowls is to to get people to that space to that state of where they uh realize the more that they are when they when the, the little mind just calms down enough and all this other stuff just slows down enough and they get in touch with that that power and that uh that reality that's really really them and and not all this other stuff that's going on and and uh, bowls will take you to that quiet and to that that meditative and that calm so easily and uh, sometimes that can be scary for people i've had a couple people where it, they they've never gotten that deep before and it really was kind of a scary experience for them i had one person one lady actually come back as i was packing up my bowls from a session and she had never done anything before when she comes to my bowl session i'm going oh, okay lady <laughs> Here we go. But she did come back and uh, uh, she first, she, you know, she left after the session and she was going home and she turned around and came back and we talked for about 20 minutes because she's telling me she had never, she didn't know what had happened. She had never experienced something like that. And I think really think it's because she had never been that deep before within herself and, and, 
and we talked for a while and, and uh, she felt a lot better after she left and she actually came back the next time and and uh, she was really almost like a totally different person almost didn't even recognize her but but now she's there a, a lot of times she's at my sessions now so uh, yeah. I, I just really love opening up that space and people that they they don't often get a chance to visit in, in regular busy life it's just taking you and slowing you down and showing you that you're more you know there's more to you and you just need to slow down and find it and find out what that mm -hmm. more is for you because for each person it's something different we all have a gift and it's just waiting in there for us to find it and and to uh to bring it out um uh, to let it out in the world and um I don't know. I think that's my little mission is just to bring people to a more of an awareness and more of a balance in this life and how we relate to it and uh, each other. Yeah, I'm yeah, I love that. Rambling now. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's beautiful. Um, and so, would you say the bowls are your gift? Um, yeah. And so, totally. when you got the bowl, somebody handed you the bowl. Was it, did it sit in your corner for a while or did you immediately start playing it? Um, take us through kind of like your practice and how you begin to develop that skill. Um, was it an everyday thing right off the bat or how long did it take you to really learn and, and be oh proficient at it? I'm still learning, you know, mm -hmm. I really am because, uh, with every bowl you get, it changes the whole dynamics of the interactions with the other bowls. And you can come up with different uh, uh, tones and different uh, combinations and get different effects. So it's almost like a never ending process of, uh, of uh, trying out some, and I've had some bowls here for years and, and I finally put a different combination together and I went, whoa, like, where's that been? You know, it's been here all along. It just took me to finally, put it together and to, to bring it out. They're always teaching me, you know, and, and so are the people that come to my sessions. I listen to people and their feedback because they're the ones out there getting it. And I'm not the one out there. So I really listen to, to their experiences and what they have to say and, and, uh, and, and do adjust uh, how I play. Because uh, when I first started playing the bowls, I used to think that, uh, I had to play them all the time, you know, keep it going in my session. So I can't let it, let it ever die down, you know, keep them bowls going. And um, I started taking more of a pause in between, mm -hmm. like going from one bowl to another. And my people out there were saying, oh my God, that, that pause was so powerful. You know, you'd think the bowl playing, and it is, it's powerful, but that pause in between, people just felt like, that quiet in between each bowl just kind of just drew stuff out and just, I don't know, it just elevated them to another level. So even the in-between parts of playing the bowls are very important. And I learned that, you know, there's always seems to be something to learn from them. And, uh, uh, but as far as when I first got them, I, it was off and on in the beginning, but uh, until I went to that session and, and really uh, saw how amazing they were. Um, and, and that's when I really started just playing. And, and I think just going around and just playing, I started out going around with three bowls. And uh, now I have, now I take usually seven every place I go. But man, I was going everywhere with these three bowls, just playing them and blowing people away and, and, and learning, you know, uh, learning all the time you're learning uh, how to maybe not play it so hard, you know, back off a little bit. There's just there's just all kinds of little nuances you can do with playing them. Even though I'm limited just by seven little notes, you know, I do have yeah. a, a limited repertoire, but I can get some combos out of that and get some stuff going and, uh, and take people away. You know, it's like a, a total time out from, from out there. Uh, it, it, it's real good for stress, you know, cause it does just take mm -hmm. you away. And I, up in New Jersey, I used to go to two cancer centers every month and uh, they were, they would come and uh, people would tell me that, uh, you know, they just felt like they were healthier after my sessions. You know, there's really not, not, I don't have any like research on anything, any of from my sessions, but 
I just have the comments that I would get from people and, but they loved it. It just, and if, at the minimum, it would take their mind off of what was going on, all the insanity in their life with the, the disease process that was going on in their life. It would give them a break, at least from that, that worry and that stress for a while. Uh, one of the comments I got from one lady was uh, she um, said it was like getting eight hours of sleep in one hour. Oh my God. A, rest, a restful experience. And that's one of the main comments I get from people is they can't believe it's been like 45 minutes to an hour. They tell me, oh my God, that's, that's just been five minutes, right? And, mm -hmm. uh, and my excuse for that, I, I say, um, or my reason, not my excuse, I, I tell them that's because I feel like my bulls take you out of time. They take you into a timelessness. They just take yeah. you somewhere different. Because whatever this is that we're in right now, it takes you somewhere else if you let it. You know, some people, they might have so much going on that they can't drop it. And uh, But, man, if you can, uh, these bowls are amazing. And, and that's just a tip of the iceberg of what they can do. Uh, you know, I'm just talking about the mental uh, stress release and, and just time out and just calming the mind and getting deep into your meditation and all that, that's not even addressing the whole physical issue of what the bowls can do to you physically. And uh, I've had some amazing comments. I've been playing these bowls since uh, hauling them around and playing in places since 2008. And I've gotten a lot of comments from people and uh, they do something. I'm, you know, they're balancing, um, balance, balancing us inside and, uh, I guess the best way I can describe that, because there's a lot of layers to it, but I'll just focus on this one layer. The reason the bowls resonate so much with our bodies is we have crystalline structures inside of our bodies and our blood and our bones just throughout and our, throughout our system. We have crystalline structures and these bowls are crystalline also mm -hmm. and they resonate they entrain, they resonate with the structures inside of us when I play them and bring them to a balance. If you can ever watch a, a cymatics video, C-Y-M-A-T-I-C-S, cymatics, if you just Google it, you'll see all kinds of uh, little videos on uh, that will demonstrate it physically, what I really feel like I'm doing with my bowls. Uh, it, it's taking a, a disharmony and bringing it into a harmony. And, uh, on the cymatics video, it has a, a metal plate. One of them is they have a metal plate hooked up to a, a sound system and they sprinkle salt or sand or whatever on top of the metal plate. So there's chaos, you know, a disharmony and they start pumping in sound. And mm -hmm. with each different tone, that sand or that salt would take a shape almost like a mandala. It would just like, boom, with each frequency, just like go into a, a harmony. Take, and he would sprinkle more sand on and he'd still turn up the volume and it would go into a shape. It would go into a, 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 a we'd go into balance, go from a disharmony into a harmony and make these amazing, amazing mandala patterns. And that's what I feel like I'm doing to you inside is I'm taking that, that disharmony and that imbalance and it's bringing it into a balance or trying to bringing, bring right. it to that, that uh -huh. more of a balancing state. But I don't know. I could talk about these babies forever. I, I really love them. You know, they're, they're just my, my, uh, they're in my essence. They're just me. And, uh, I love yeah. sharing them. And I, I just love, I love, I think I really love blowing people away. That's, yeah, what, that, and I mean, that's that, what they do. That makes complete sense because every day our bodies in this environment where we have cellular towers and Wi-Fi and all these, these other waves kind of penetrating our body bombarding us yeah. uh -huh. and so we don't know what those frequencies are doing to us and then if we have these these known bowls that you know heal our healing frequency then i think the the stress relief and the, the tension releasing all that actually makes a lot of sense um and when you when you play it 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 reminds me of when you're describing the silence like hitting that note of silence and creating a, all that a lot more space is like you're you're playing a song like it may not be a traditional song that people think of like on the radio but you're actually playing a, 
a song with different frequencies. Um, and what I want to know is if, is there a, a typical melody or harmony or something that you try to repeat or is it um, just you're freestyling off the cuff every, every time? I'm sure it's, they're all unique, but is there a song that, that you know or try to repeat? Well, I, I guess the way I kind of look at it is uh, I, I tend to think I take people on a journey and I, I do tend, to, well, there's only so many combos and things I can get out of seven bowls. So I'm kind of, kind of limited to, to what I can do. And I get, I guess sometimes the best I can do is just mix it around. And, uh, but a lot of times I feel like I, I, I want to take people on a journey. So sometimes I do have, well, I should say most of the times I do have it kind of planned out what I'm going to play, but that doesn't always stay the same when I'm there. But, but I kind of want to have a, I don't know. It's a journey. I don't want to, I, I want it to be just flow. I want the bowls to flow into each other because believe it or not, there's some bowls that don't really go with each other. Um, mm. And uh, somebody recently just got some bowls and they said, I see what you mean now. See, <laughs> they have this, there's like, I have this one bowl that, uh, that really doesn't go with any of the, you'd think they'd all harmonize with each other, but when you're playing, it's just kind of like, that's not real pleasant, you know, <laughs> it's not the most pleasant sound right now. So you do have to play around with them and see what works. And, uh, and, and some of it is freestyle. I do a little bit of both, but uh, I do like to have a, a, my combos down and in front of me. So I, I don't leave anything out. And, and uh, yeah, cause sometimes I get uh, carried, I can't hit my head. I get carried away with, the, the bowls and I've got to keep myself on track because a lot of times I just get lost in playing them and, and I do keep a little clock a little uh, by me so because sometimes when I'm playing I just close my eyes and I'm just playing them babies and I don't know how long if it's been a minute or 10 minutes sometimes so I, I do have a little clock that I kind that kind of keeps me honest about where I'm at in my session and it keeps me moving so I'm not on one bowl for like 20 minutes you know because I'm I'm gone you know but uh, and if you talk to somebody beforehand, if you're doing a one-on-one -on -one as opposed to like a group session and they kind of tell you what issues or problems they have, can you kind of tailor a song to yeah, do that? Um, um, I, I could on one-on-one. -on -one. I, uh, I, if they want me to come for a specific issue they have going on, yeah, I'd, I'd find out what's going on and, and if any of my bowls could because different bowls address different chakras. Uh, each note reflects uh, a different chakra and each chakra has different uh, uh, things associated with it physically where it uh, relates to your, in your physical body. So yeah, I, I uh, yes, did I could do that. Did you explain chakras? Okay, yeah, we have uh, seven major chakras. There's a, a lot of minor chakras, but the main seven chakras are uh, the root, which is at the base of the spine. Um, and the second chakra is uh, the uh, sacral, which is uh, right here, the lower abdomen. Then the third chakra is right here in the, uh, the stomach area, the kind of the chest uh, is a uh, uh, solar plexus. Huh? My mind's going solar plexus. Up here is the heart, fourth chakra. Fifth chakra is the throat. Sixth chakra is the third eye. And then the seventh chakra is the crown. And uh, each chakra is associated with a different note. And uh, just to make it easy, third eye is A, then B. We go down to root C, D, E, F, G. And so that's how the notes are associated with each chakra. And then, but, what, sometimes what's going on with someone isn't always uh, the obvious, you know, uh, sometimes there's layers beneath it and it might not be that main chakra that's out there and, and, and just blowing everybody away. Like this is the chakra out of balance in you and it might be something else, you know, there's always another layer. And, and I go into this in my chakra workshop that sometimes it's not always the obvious thing out there. There's something else behind that, that might be making that one, overactive you know when really the problem is is that this other one is underactive you know and that's really where the 
the root issue needs to be addressed is and not this overactive one so much as why is this one underactive? Let's get this more in balance kind of a thing. So there's a lot of little layers in there, but uh, yeah. chakras are, are really interesting little things. Yeah. So that's why you have seven bowls, one for each chakra. And then. Uh, yeah. And I do have some sharps. Uh, some of the, my bowls are sharps. I have an F sharp and a G sharp. Uh, I think those are the only sharps I have right now. So you can get the, uh, the regular note or the sharp. Okay. So the notes, uh, each bowl represents a note on just your Western music scale mm -hmm. or standard scale. Interesting. Yep. Um, and even the sharps represent different uh, chakras, uh, some of the minor chakras, like the G sharp is the zeal chakra, which is uh, up at the, the top of the spine. And it kind of, and that the zeal G sharp regulates the whole spinal column. So even the sharps have uh, their little uh, minor chakras that they're attached to. Interesting. And so did you, you read about this? Did you have a mentor that teach you um, about the chakras and uh, playing the bowls? Sounds like you were self-taught with the bowls, but um, I guess who, who, who did you look up to and your mentors as you started on this journey? Okay. Um, well, I never really in, in my uh, past life, <laughs> this life, I'm meaning, I, uh, I never really got into the chakras that much in, in my younger years, I guess you'd say, uh, until I really got older. I'm, I'm an old lady now, <laughs> until I got older and really started, uh, really it was the bowls that really bought, brought me into the whole realm of the chakras and really studying them because I, uh, I, I don't know, they just seemed to woo-woo. Everybody talked about the chakras. I guess it was just kind of a woo-woo little word for me in my younger years. And I really didn't check it out that much. But since I've had the bowls, I've really gotten into seeing what they're all about and, and finding out more of the dynamics and how they relate and, and what that ancient system really means to us now and how we can integrate it. Um, and as far as uh, uh, te teaching, I guess one of the main books I read about uh, uh, the bowls was uh, The Healing Power of Sound by uh, Dr. Mitchell Gaynor who has since passed. Uh, but I did go to one of his uh, sessions in the city, in New York, in New York City. He was an oncologist in uh, New York City. And he uh, would only take patients if they would work with him with the bowls. He did the regular chemo and radiation, but he also worked one-on-one -on -one with them with the bowl. And he would get amazing results with that. And, and he did write a book called The Amazing Power of Sound, or The Healing Power of Sound. I yeah, and what's one of the biggest lessons that you learned from that book or him um, that really affected your playing style or the way you think about the bowls or the chakras? Um, is there something that stands out? From him, I, I think the main thing I got from, from that book was just learning. He tells you so much about... Uh, more of the uh, the background and the uh, uh, how and the how and why of how these work because he has more research in there and more studies and, and more uh, clinical kind of uh, information on uh, how these bowls have affected people and the results he's gotten. So I think that's uh, probably what I got out of that the most was just uh, the verification that yeah. There really is something here and something's going on with it and uh and people are getting results from it and uh and i think that's uh i don't know i, I really think that's why i'm here is just to share these babies and uh, to show people that they're more i think that's really my my mission is to take people to that space within themselves to give them uh the space i create a space i feel like for people to come in and and explore they're more. I, 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 that's what I feel like I'm creating that opportunity. And that, and you can go wherever with that. You know, you could go into your meditation with that. You can use my sessions to, uh, with your intention practice to 
uh, intend and, and use that power to create and envision and uh, attract a better life. Uh, uh, you can use my session also for intention to heal yourself, to send the uh, intent that the vibrations all go to a particular part of your body that needs balancing, whether it's physically, mentally, or emotionally. And uh, I feel like the bowls can do so much. Um, uh, I love them. I really love them. Yeah, well, I know we were hoping for a demonstration. Would you mind uh, attempting no, it? No, not at all. Um, I got a couple of them set up. I'm going to have to take these headphones off, so I, I won't be able to hear you. How long do you want me to do this? Just a few minutes? Uh, five, ten minutes. Uh, okay. How long is a typical session? I mean, well, my sessions are uh, an hour long. I play bow playing probably about 40, 45 minutes of really solid bow playing is what I do. Yeah, maybe 10 minutes. Okay. I've got three of them set up. Let's see what we can do. I'll take these off. I'll do my bowls and I'll come back. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Alrighty, you can hear me. I don't think I can hear you. All right, so what I have here today, I have more bowls, obviously. This one here is uh, the F sharp, which is uh, uh, the high heart chakra. F is the, uh, the note for the heart. So this is an F sharp. This is uh, the solar plexus, note E. And this is the second chakra, the sacral, which is note D. All right, so that's what I've got set up for you today. All right, so here we go. Let's do this, baby. And usually when I say before I start a session, I just say all you've got to do is just lay back, relax, and just become the sound.
Sandy, can you hear me? That was amazing. Thank you so much for, for demonstrating that. I never know. Oh, I the the middle bowl was really resonating my my TV and my speakers and <laughs> it it had everything vibrating in here. Good, good, good. But I can I can definitely tell how you know, to really get the full experience that uh, in person would is definitely the way to go. And, and so I, I tend to like the big bowls. Like these are all 18 inch bowls. They're measured across here. So it's 18 inches across. And I, the bigger the bowl, the lower the tone, the smaller the bowl, the higher. I tend mm -hmm. to like the, the low tones. Oh. Uh, I do have higher bowls, but mostly they're lower, lower tones. That's what I like. Yeah, so you can really feel it. Grab yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grab you. I know. But those high ones are nice, too. I, I, in, I, I throw them in there, too. But sometimes they can be piercing. Ooh, 
I have uh, a, a small heart chakra bowl and boy, sometimes I wonder if people's ears are bleeding when I play that one. <laughs> but people like it. Yeah, I think everything you just said about the stress and about the resonance and the frequencies vibrating and really changing and healing the body, I think you just validated that with the small session. I think that's a small sample for what what you can really do and uh i think it's a great that that's the journey and path that that you're on and it's really helping people and it's very admirable and in this time of need i think um there there's not enough of you out there to to relieve all the stress and worries and pain in the world right now um so, <laughs> so, you, so you're saying that you're doing these on uh, Instagram or Facebook or Facebook Live. Um, I don't have anything planned right now. We've had kind of a, a strange week this week. I I just did a couple live sessions last week, and uh, and we had a family crisis. Our our dog of 17 years passed away this weekend so it's been kind of oh, a, I'm sorry, a hard yeah. week on us but uh but uh i'm coming back um, i'm, I'm going to be planning some more at least for sure some more facebook live everything uh you can find me at uh, singingbowllady.com i've also got a facebook page uh as also singing bowl lady but uh you can find i'll be making announcements there when i do have it probably i'll be having some real soon i'm, I'm going to be planning probably this next week to throw on some facebook lives i just haven't i need to check my weather because i do them here and i can't have a thunderstorm going on out there so i just need oh, to double yeah. check the weather i know and uh and have a, a good night for it and uh, i'll plan it so so check it check my website i'm going to be probably putting that up and probably within the next uh week i'll be doing that and having a live session and are these uh, RSVP events? Can people no, tune in? Or are they paid? Facebook, Facebook Live is just a, uh, just join in. I do have a Venmo if you want to uh, virtual tip me. Uh, that'd be great because right now this would be the only way I have of making a living. I, I can't go out and share these bowls, which is what I usually do all over Austin is I'm usually busy just uh, all the time. You can uh, always just about find me somewhere in Austin playing these bowls, but uh, but right now I, I'm not going anywhere, and these online sessions are 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 my way of making a living for the moment. So if anybody would care to donate, uh, I'd I'd really appreciate it. It'd really help me out um, until we can all see each other again. Yeah, that that would be great, and I encourage everyone to go check it out out there and um, really feel and hear the benefits. Like I know you just did a small sample but um i'm sure the the real thing is you know infinitely better oh you, you really need um i feel like you need at least 20 minutes uh before you're even there yeah you know, 20 minutes of just all of this calming down and 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 because that's kind of why i like to play so long because i feel like the first 20 minutes almost doesn't even count you know, right. you're just warming up or you're getting, yeah, I'm just warming up there. and getting you there. And it's that last 20 minutes that, oh, I can look around the room and oh, they are gone. <laughs> they are, <laughs> they're some, they're somewhere. Uh, right. So, yeah, and, that's why and you I also have the, the salt cave, correct? Mm -hmm. And what, yep. explain that environment. So I saw the picture uh, online. Is it, is it the walls or salt? How does it work? It's a, a beautiful, beautiful uh, venue. I go there twice a month. Um, I've been going there for about, it's been over three years that I've been going there twice a month and everyone is filled, but there's only 12 chairs, so it doesn't take too much to fill it, but uh, everyone has filled for three years. Uh, there's the walls and everything. It's aligned with the, the Austin Salt Cave. It's in Lakeway out on 620 and they, uh, it's a, uh, 11 tons of pink Himalayan salt imported uh, from Pakistan. It's lined with 11 tons of pink Himalayan salt. Uh, you sit in these, uh, well, they call them those zero gravity chairs. They're really just, uh, you know, glorified lawn chairs where you lay back and, and they're all around. But they're sitting in uh, real coarse, uh, it's almost salt-like, like a rock salt. 
uh, pink Himalayan salt. The chairs are sitting in it. And then I'm in the middle with my bowls. Uh, and then he also uh, pumps in, uh, which is part of the, the halo therapy treatment, because you get the halo therapy treatment and my bowl session. So it's a double whammy at this session. Uh, but he pumps in pharmaceutical grade salt through uh, some sort of a I call it a diffuser. I'm not real technical. I don't know what the real name of it is, but it it, uh, it uh, pumps that salt through the air for you to breathe it. You can't see it. It's very, mm -hmm. very fine. But uh, but that's also part of the uh, uh, the session is you're breathing that in, and that also helps too. And it also is coating your skin because salt is good for skin conditions and any kind of respiratory, uh, asthma, allergies, uh, CP, uh, COPD, uh, any kind of thing that it can coat, uh, like ex uh, externally or internally, uh, you know, your respiration, anything that it can coat, uh, it can it can take care of. Uh, and they've had he's had a lot of good results with asthma. A lot of people go there for the and during allergy season. A lot of people go there. So it's just an, a a nice little. It's a beautiful, beautiful setting. Uh, it's really pretty in there. So. Yeah, that sounds great. I actually was born with asthma, so I've had that my life. And I think even with the coronavirus being a respiratory, it affects your respiratory system, that mm -hmm. this would be also a good thing for people to do. Um, so I can't can't wait to check it out once uh, once you're open for business again. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know we all have to be safe about it, but I, I can't wait to be able to to haul these babies around and share them again with people because that's really my passion is uh, is sharing them so you can really feel them, you know. Oh God, there's nothing like it. <laughs> I'm, I'm my I'm petitioning the powers that be that because uh, I usually have seven bowls around me and I so I can play them all and get to them so I'm I'm in a circle of bowls so uh, and I'm at ground zero all the time sometimes I'm wondering what are you doing to yourself <laughs> it can't be bad is what I figure but I'm petitioning that that's going to be my way out of here is that just one day I'm just going to disappear from the middle of my bowls and vibrate <laughs> on out of here so that's what I'm I'm going for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, mentally, I think it can happen. I think uh, I went. I went on a small journey there. <laughs> uh, but I just want to thank you, Sandy, and thank you for all that you're doing and and taking the time to to share your passion and your joys with uh, my audience and everyone who's listening right now. And um, you know, being a being an outlet and a healing in this rough time. So I want to thank you for that. Um, so. All right. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I always like to run my mouth about oh, these amazing babies behind me. They're my right. teachers. They're my teachers. All right. See you soon, Sandy. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>